0: Welcome to the Spiritual Success Podcast with me, Liz Roberta, a place for spiritual people who want to grow, learn and succeed in life and a business. I'll be talking to successful spiritual entrepreneurs, authors and thought leaders to understand what creates a meaningful and soul aligned life. So come on in Lightworkers, this is your time to shine. Hello and welcome to episode 13 of the Spiritual Success Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about how you can own your mornings like a spiritual boss. So I got the idea for this episode when I went live in Colleen Emily's Facebook group, The Mindset Collective. And I was talking all about my morning routine as a spiritual person and as a business owner and entrepreneur. And the reason I said own your morning is like a spiritual boss is because obviously my morning routine and the one that I recommend for my clients has a lot of the spiritual components within it that you wouldn't find for maybe other entrepreneurs who aren't as invested in their spiritual practice or who aren't doing spiritual work. So that is why I have adapted this morning routine which I think will be very helpful for some of you. So I actually made a YouTube video way back in 2018, long, long time ago now, about my 5am routine actually got really pretty big. It's like 15,000 views now, I think. And it was about the 5am morning routine I had adapted by an author called Robin Sharma. So, I first discovered Robin Sharma on a Mind Valley masterclass, a free Mind Valley masterclass. And this is a few years ago now because I actually used to sit next to a triathlete when I was working in fashion and he got up at 5 a.m. And at the time when I was working in an office job, I Couldn't wrap my head around it because I was miserable at work. I was getting up at six anyway, which was an hour earlier than I needed to, so that I could read about spirituality, so that I could figure out how to set up an online business. I'd already added that extra time onto my morning, but getting up at 5 a.m. just seemed too much, too early. And it was only actually when I got into entrepreneurship, when I didn't have to do that job anymore that I was able to do this 5am routine. So I'm just saying that because I don't want anyone who is super busy with a full-time job and a baby or anything like that to feel guilty and feel like you should be doing this. Your first priority is sleep and rest. You are not going to be able to do anything if you are exhausted day after day and you're not catching up on the rest that you need. Like it's so important to put yourself first. So if anything that I say in this episode, you're like, oh God, I couldn't do that. Like I have too much on my plate then fine, you need to honor that. So I'm gonna give a few different options. And as I'm gonna explain in just a minute, I'm not currently getting up at 5 a.m. and I'm gonna explain why. So anything I talk about in this episode, I want you to take whatever you think might work for you, leave anything which doesn't, and just see if any of it resonates. But it's totally up to you, your body, your time, and your schedule because we all have unique needs and unique lives. So some of the books that I can recommend if you really want to up-level your morning routine is The 5am Club by Robin Sharma and it says Own Your Morning and Elevate Your Life. So that's one book that you can get. Also Hal Elrod, The Miracle Morning. This is one that usually makes its way around Instagram. This is a very popular one and this one is about six habits that will transform your life before 8am. And one thing that you'll find when you start reading about entrepreneurs, watching documentaries about really successful people, they all seem to really, really value and honor their morning routine. For example, Bill Gates, Jeff Bezos and Dolly Parton have all said that they wake up early, but they also go to bed early. And if you've seen Tony Robbins' documentary, then he wakes up early and goes to bed late. I don't really get how that works. But Mark Wahlberg gets up at 3am, The Rock gets up at 4am, loads and loads of super successful people in various different fields, entertainment, the self-help industry, acting, performing, will often use their morning routines because it's the only time that they can really have to themselves. These people with super busy schedules usually need those extra few hours in the morning to be able to do things like exercising reading, meditating, journaling, and maybe that's how you feel. Maybe you feel like you are just so rushed off your feet all day, you're always serving everyone else, and you just haven't got that you time just for you. And that is when a morning routine can come in really handy. As I touched on earlier, when I was working full time in fashion, I started getting up an hour earlier than I needed to just so that I'd be able to make the time to watch online classes. I started building an Instagram account. I would read and I would use that extra hour in the morning. That's an extra five hours a week, 20 hours a month, in order to figure out what I needed to do to become an entrepreneur and to learn everything about spirituality and entrepreneurship. So if you are someone who says, oh, I can't do that, I don't have enough time. Oh, I haven't got space in my schedule, I'm so run off my feet. Maybe this is exactly what you need. Maybe this is the extra 20 hours a month that you can find. But something that I do always say with my coaching clients one of the first things that I'll ask them when we meet is are you a morning or a night person? Because people are usually one or the other. You do get some middle of the day people, but a really early morning routine is not for everyone. If you are a night person, then use the last few hours of your day instead for this. So for the people who are really night owls, and I get it, my mum is one, she's always worked nights and now she's retired, but she still stays up till 3 a.m. and that's just what she likes to do. And I've also got a really close friend who's also a massive night owl, again, has chosen to work nights because of it. So I get it. And I also get it because I I don't function. After 8 p.m., I can't think of words. Like my brain is just gone. So, if someone was trying to make me be a night owl and I wasn't, it would just be horrendous and have been absolute disaster for my physiology because I'm just a morning person and I always have been so if you are a night person then maybe your rituals need to be done at night that last hour before bed maybe that's when you need to be doing your reading your meditating your learning setting up a business setting up an Instagram can you add an extra hour onto the end of your day instead so that's another thing that I want to say before I talk about this morning routine as well. So let's start with this morning routine Then, as I said this is adapted from Robin Sharma's book The 5am Club. I did touch on as well the fact that I'm not actually getting up at 5am right now. That is because I found with the weather in England as it is, it is very very dark in the mornings and it hasn't been getting light till like 9am. It started changing a little bit now But it's very, very dark at 5am and also very, very cold. And what I was finding this winter was that my alarm was going off at 5. I'd then spend half an hour in bed, procrastinating, scrolling on Instagram, because I was trying to avoid getting out into the dark, freezing cold and doing exercise downstairs. So that wasn't working, I was wasting two and a half hours a week procrastinating, trying to avoid something I absolutely did not want to do. So at the moment I'm waking up at six And also I'm doing my exercise a bit later because again, it's still very dark and cold at 6 a.m. So I'm doing my exercise once it's light in order to make sure I'm not wasting that time and really feeling that dread, like it's just something I absolutely don't wanna be doing. Whereas in the summer when it's light at like 4, 5 a.m., then I will be getting up at five, I'll be hopping straight out of bed and I'll be doing this morning routine. So you can of course adapt this. If getting straight out of bed And doing exercise is just the last thing in the whole world that you would ever want to do, then don't do it. Don't do things that you hate because you're never going to carry on with it. And the thing with a morning routine is it's exactly that it's a routine. So it needs to be something that works for you. So when you're doing this morning routine, as you might have guessed from what I've already said, the first thing is that your alarm goes off, or if you're lucky, your body will just wake you up, which does start happening over time. And straight away, you do exercise. So the point of this is that it gets the blood flowing, it wakes you up. Once you get into the routine of it, it is really great because you never have that dread around exercise because it's just automatic. You get up, you get out, you do your exercise and it's done. For the rest of the day, it's done. You don't even think about it. Whereas I find when I have it on my to-do list for the day, it's something I'm always kind of like, oh, I don't really want to do that or I'll try and avoid it. Whereas when you do get into that rhythm, if it's the first thing you do every day, it really does get you out of bed and wake you up. A little hack for that as well is that I will have my coffee straight afterwards and that is my carrot. That is the thing at the end that I am working towards. That's the treat that I look forward to. So then I make my coffee and I will spend a little bit of time planning my day. So actually at the moment, I'll pop into my office. I have a printout of my month. So I have a printout of February, a February calendar. And then on each day, I have a little to-do list So for example, on Wednesdays, I'll always say, share podcasts, I'll have any podcast interviews written on their calls, things like that, and just general to do lists, I will then pull an Oracle card for myself. And for that, I use the pass around the smile Oracle card deck. And then that is when the fun begins. The good stuff, the spiritual stuff. This is heaven. And if you follow me on Instagram and you watch my stories, then you will have seen what this looks like. It's one of my favorite things to post about. I have my big crystals. I have my Buddha. I have my crystal bells candles. And I will take my coffee and I will put on some binaural beats on my laptops, which is like soothing music with frequencies tuned into it. And I will listen to that. And then I will just have the time of my life doing all of these spiritual activities that I recommend doing every single day. If you do spiritual work or if you want to develop your spiritual connection. So the things that you want to be doing in your morning routine, if that is you, meditation, five minutes, two minutes, ten minutes whatever you can manage and obviously if you're someone who finds it difficult to meditate then you can use a guided meditation. I have some free ones on my website and on YouTube and then also starting with a short time and then working your way up to a longer time as well. So starting with two minute practice then five minute then 10 minutes and setting a little alarm on your phone so you know when that time is up. The next thing that you want to do is some journaling and a little hack for this is that I don't actually do journaling every day. I will look at my journal every day, but I don't actually write in it every day. And that's because I don't want to force myself to write in my journal if I haven't actually got things that I want to write. And on those days, I will just look back at the lists I've written recently. I am lists that I've written, things that I'm manifesting, and I'll just read through what I've written before and I'll step into the feelings of feeling it. So I'm still manifesting it. I'm just not writing that day, but I'm still soaking in the energy of what I've written on the days before. This is also a really good little time saver as well. So if you have a particularly busy day where you really need to shorten your morning routine, that is also something you can do as well. You don't have to write in your journal every day, but you can look back at your old entries and just feel the same feeling, soak in that energy, read through them, say them out loud. And you might even want to hold a gratitude stone or some crystals while you're doing that as well, just to strengthen and amplify that experience. Of course, as part of journaling, you might want to do your gratitude practice. So I did an experiment last year where I bought a diary for 2021. And then every day in the morning, I wrote three things I was grateful for. And then every night, I would also write three things I was grateful for. So that's another thing you can do as well. If you want to buy a year diary, then you can write every day what you're grateful for. And they're obviously really good because they have a page for every single day day. So getting an A5 diary with a page per day, a page per day diary, that's a really good option if you want to commit yourself to your gratitude practice and make sure that you keep yourself accountable and do do it every single day. Another key part of having a spiritual morning, especially as an entrepreneur, is doing some kind of learning. So I always have too many, to be honest, online courses on the go. At the moment, I am doing four. I've got a Hay House course, Manifestation Babe Canopy, Duality by Mind Valley and then an Amanda Bucci course. So I'm working through four online courses at the moment and I just always have multiple on the go. I absolutely love them. And I'm also reading two books. So I obviously don't go through all four of those courses every day, but I do read a chapter of each book. So I read a chapter of book one, I read a chapter of book two, and then I will do a bit of one or two courses. So this morning I watched a module of Manifestation Babe Academy and then I also listened to half of a webinar On this Hay House course. So, learning is really important. And I know a lot of the people listening love reading. And I also know a lot of the people listening want to be writers and want to be authors. And I do strongly believe that to be the best writer and author that you can be requires reading. So that you can extend your vocabulary, see what you like and don't like in terms of writing. And also, there's so much that you can learn from books. Again, I post these on my stories all the time, but I read a mix of spiritual, personal development and business marketing books. Those are the three types of books that I read, and they just ensure that I'm always learning, always developing in the things that I am teaching on and using in my business. So this means that your spiritual routine might look something like this if it's what you want to incorporate into your life. You wake up at 5am or 6am or 7am, your alarm goes off, you go downstairs, do some exercise for 20 minutes. This can be 20 minutes yoga, this could be 10 minutes arms and 10 minutes abs. For this, I use YouTube videos and we also have a subscription with our Apple Watch, which I couldn't actually get to work now, Ali's gone. But just watching those kind of videos and I just do 20 minutes. Then you can have your coffee or your matcha or your hot lemon water, whatever you like as a treat for your morning drink. Then you want to check your diary for the day, check your to-do list just so that you are aware in your head of what you have coming up and then also doing that is really going to set you up for your spiritual practice so that you're not sitting in meditation thinking oh what time's that call today or oh, what have I got to do today or oh, I should add that to my list. That 5-10 minutes that you spend just looking at your to-do list, planning your day out is really going to set you up well for the spiritual peace. Then it's really devoting yourself to the spiritual practice, writing down three things that you're grateful for. There's so much science behind this practice of gratitude, which you've probably had so many times before. But there was this study by the University of California, and they found that gratitude makes you 25% percent happier it makes you more resilient it helps to ward off mental illnesses bouts of depression and just generally gives you peace of mind which I think we can all use a little bit more of you can also pull an oracle card for yourself you can hold a gratitude stone and connect your energy if you have a reiki self-healing practice or meditation this is a great time to do that as well And this is also the time when I send out my free angel card readings. So if you've had one of these before and you're in the UK time zone, you might have been like, wow, that's early. Why is she sending them out so early? It's one of the first things that I do while I'm wrapped in this gorgeous energy. And that brings me nicely onto my next point, because the first 90 minutes of your day, ideally, you want to be doing the most important task. Again, This is going to look so different if you have to take your kids to school or you have to go to a workplace. If you're someone that works at home like me it's a lot easier and I also don't have children as well. It's a lot easier to do this because I can do my morning practice and straight away I can hop into my work activities. So I spend the first 90 minutes of my work day my book my book is the most important thing if I haven't got any meetings to interrupt that but if I haven't I will focus on my book because that is the most important thing to me this is like a legacy that I'm creating this is going to be out there for the rest of my life so it's the most important thing that I'm working on right now and I will spend the first part of my day putting that as a priority. This is really important for your mindset so that you're really prioritizing what is important to you and what isn't. And the thing that you want to avoid here is spending the first part of your day replying to messages, doing what other people want you to do. Because when you're doing that as your first activity every single day, you're basically sending out a signal to your brain, to the universe, that you are just here to do what everyone else wants you to do. And this is why you need to own your morning this is your time and at least that first segment of your day ideally 90 minutes if not an hour if not that half an hour the first part of your day needs to be spent serving you in the way that feels the most aligned and fulfilling and productive towards the goals that you most want to achieve it's so important to prioritize your time in this way especially if you're someone like me, where your energy depletes as the day goes on. So as I said, my brain is mush in the evening, I can't do things in the evening. And my best time is first thing in the morning. So it's literally just a downward slope, a straight downward slope. So when I'm doing something first thing in the morning, I'm using my best beans, my best energy on it. So it needs to be important. I'm not going to spend the first hour of my workday replying to DMs. That is not the most important thing to me. This needs to be your time for creation, creating a book, creating a course, creating a program. Also, I'll do tarot readings in this time as well, because that's also my best energy to channel and do a tarot reading for someone. So I have been known to do that in the past as well. And this isn't just something that I made up. This is from another book called Eat That Frog by Brian Tracy. And it's basically it's a weird title, but it's coming from this quote from Mark Twain where he says that if you eat a live frog first, then the worst of your day is already behind you. So you can also use the first part of your day to do something which is tricky, to solve a problem. If there's something that you just couldn't get your head around the day before, like an issue with your website or you had a really bad writer's block and you just couldn't think of what to say, sleep on it and start the next morning. This is why we say to sleep on it because you have fresh new energy the next morning. So that energy is potent. It is powerful. Use it wisely. So the last adaptation I want to talk about is when you're traveling. So when I'm traveling, this doesn't all go out the window. And I think that you'll find if you are a spiritual person and you have these spiritual practices in place, you're also not going to enjoy going away for two weeks and not having any spiritual connection whatsoever. Like you're naturally just going to want to do these things. So I do take my cards with me on holiday. I do take my journal with me on On holiday the only thing really that changes is I don't normally exercise that much if I go on a two-week holiday for example I might exercise once or twice but that usually goes out the window I will still do my reading I will still do my card pull I will still do my journaling and then obviously I wouldn't be planning my day if I'm not planning on doing much in the way of work but maintaining that spiritual connection is exactly that maintaining it and this should be fun So this is why it's so important to create a morning routine, which does feel fun. It needs to be something which is aligned with you. It's not going to be easy to get up early always, but you can adapt it for the winter and the summer if you find that it's just not working as well for you in the winter like I have. Because the most important thing with any routine is that it's going to be sustainable, that it's going to last. I have such strong beliefs about this with diets, for example, I am totally against any faddy diets, any diets that are around cutting out whole food groups because it's not sustainable. The best thing that you can do is a routine that is sustainable. Something that you can do forever or for years for a really long time otherwise what is the point you're just going to feel worse if you can't keep up with it so try different things out and you will find that when you start getting up earlier of course you're going to be tired for a few days that's natural but give it a week or two and you'll find that you actually get used to it and then you'll also find that you naturally start waking up at that time anyway so when you stop setting an alarm or you think oh you know it's Saturday I'm not going to get up early today then you still wake up at that time anyway (laughs) and you can have days off from your routine obviously if you want to if you want to have one day a week off or two days a week off or whatever works for you again this isn't some grueling thing that you're using to torture yourself this is something to help you this is something to make you feel better to make you feel like you're prioritizing yourself And you're reaching the goals that you want to reach. So this is all about you. This is about making it work for you. But it's also about trying different things, trying different wake up times, trying different routines, trying a different order of doing things. Maybe you want to do your coffee and spiritual practice first and then you do your exercise and then you plan your day whatever works for you but the most important thing is that you're making this time to devote to yourself you're making time to learn to read to grow personally and then developing your spiritual connection so that you feel connected all day every day and if you're working with clients in a spiritual capacity that you're able to serve them in the best way possible as well because as you know if you do spiritual work the most fulfilling thing of all is when you're serving other people to the best of your ability and when you're able to give them incredible results and really. Create an impact on the world. So I'd love to know what your morning routine is. If you do decide to get up any earlier, do let me know. Share a screenshot of this episode on your Instagram stories. You will see on my stories on Instagram that in the summer I will be getting up early, and one of my favourite things to do at five a.m. in the summer is to go to the beach, because where I live, Sandbanks Beach is my local beach, and it is just heaving in the summer. It is full. Of people so it's actually really nice to go down early so you'll be seeing that on my Instagram stories and maybe that will inspire you in the summer if you're in the northern hemisphere to try getting up early as well so I hope this helps you remember to make it work for you and own your mornings because you deserve it Thank you for listening to this episode and please remember to subscribe to this podcast. I'm sure that like me, you would love for more people to know this information. So if you leave a review and send me a screenshot of it on Instagram, which is at I am Ms. Roberta, you'll get a $50 voucher code to use on one of my online course launches. This won't be around forever. So go and leave a review now and I'll see you next time.